looking at my shit ass. Hello, beautiful people. I pray all is well with you and your family. You know, I've been sitting in the presence of the Lord and I have just been thanking him. You know, people don't understand like when you live alone, you're single, your children are grown out of the house or whatever. You know, then you got your grandchildren that you don't have to be, you know, bound to. Like, the freedom that you have. Like, I understand. Many of you won't understand this because you don't have this type of freedom. And, like, I have this freedom in Jesus Christ. And then I have this freedom in everything that I do. I can come and go as I please. Well, not as I please when God tell me to. But the thing is, many of you won't understand this because once again, you don't have freedom in Jesus Christ. So you can't understand the freedom of being single and celibate. You know, Um, you can't understand the freedom of your children being grown and out of the house. And like, it's just you, but you are good, right? Um, you're peaceful and then if you have grandchildren if you're allowed to see them cool if you're not cool like y'all don't understand this freedom and this peace that I have because well you don't have freedom in Jesus Christ you know you all are bound to so many different things but when you truly have freedom in Jesus Christ and everything else the joy that you have it truly does come from the Lord and like as much as people would want me to be miserable, like I know there are people who would want me to be miserable, but I'm not. And uh, I just thank God for it because like you all just don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Like after burying a kid and then not being able to see his only son, you know, um, I'm at peace with that now. And, you know, giving my younger son to his dad, which has protected him. And although I don't see him, I'm at peace with that now. Uh, Jesus, I see my daughter whenever we have time and her baby. And I'm at peace with that now. And so, Jesus Christ. Lord, help the people understand that I am at peace. Like, this is real peace. This is not no fake peace. This thing is so real. And the Lord feels like you all should know this because many of you may think the total opposite. But uh, there's joy in the presence of the Lord. There is peace in the presence of the Lord. Like, my God from Zion. You know, people try to stay busy to not deal with their problems, not deal with their emotions, not deal with them. And do you all understand that if you were to sit back, relax, and rest in the presence of the Lord, allow the Holy Spirit to comfort you, you know, and then from time to time, turn on your worship music so the ministering angels can minister to you you know i don't think y'all hearing me and then there's other times where you don't even have to have worship music and the lord will put a new song in you you know you'll be able to sing in your heavenly language but no 
You want to stay busy. You want to stay around people. You want to listen to every other voice. And you don't want to be still and listen to the still voice of God. It's just amazing to me. You know, I'm sorry, you all, but I'm not miserable. I'm sorry, you all, but I'm not sad. I'm sorry, you all, that I'm not bound. You know, I am free in Jesus Christ. And I thank him every single day. I do. And I thank him when he allows me to sit back and just be in his presence where he can comfort me when I'm missing my mother and when I'm missing my son. Made no mistake about it because there's times when I miss them. But then there's other times when he lets me sit in his presence just because I pour out to others. So he has to fill me back up. Like when I'm pouring out to others. Oh, sweet Jesus. You know, when you're interceding in prayer for others, mm-mm-mm. when you're in church services and you're even interceding in prayer just so the pastor or whoever is in leadership on the platform at the pulpit can have breakthrough in what they're trying to get to through the people in the congregation, you know, because everybody not members. So, you know, to the people in the congregation. So, like, y'all don't get it. Like, when you are pouring out, when you are interceding, you've got to step back, be still, and allow the Lord to refill you. You know, it, it's just amazing. Like, how do you really think? You can just run around constantly being busy and you never get filled back up with the Holy Spirit of God. Like many of you, that is why you're running around like chickens with your head cut off. You're sitting up here speaking and you have no power. You're laying hands on the sick and they're not recovering because you don't sit up and take time out for you and God. Like you can't do this thing without God. You cannot do this thing without the Holy Spirit. You know, it's just amazing, but make no mistake about it. The people who are living free, they truly are free. They're not pretending. I'm sorry. You know, many of you are out there pretending to be saved and free and you're bound as all get out. But no, there are a few of us who are truly free. And those of us who are truly free, many people are mad at us. Like, they are angry at the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. Like, we have truly surrendered to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have truly surrendered to the ways of God. Does it make it easy? Well, my God from Zion, the fact that when we cast our cares upon the Lord, actually, it does make it easy. You know, like, when people see me, they have no idea how I have to really go back and forth with God sometimes. And I'm like, because I don't want to do this, but that be my flesh fighting against my spirit, man. So, you know, because we are human beings and we live in a world, right? So at the end of the day, I'm not one of these people that's going to lie to you and be like, every time God say go, I'm like, yay, because no, that would be a lie. <laughs> that is not the truth. Um, there are times when the Lord tells me to go and I'm like, oh, my goodness, are you serious, God? And he's like, I am with you. <laughs> Stay focused on me. I'm going to see you. And I will lead you and guide you. Hey, ay, ay, ay. You know, I love the Lord, right? You know, this is just the whole truth. And I'm going to share. After the Lord had me sit down for a year, I was disappointed when he sent me back to the same church. I was disappointed. I'm like, are you serious? You send me back here to the people who intentionally hurt me. Are you serious, Lord? And he said, yes, I am. 
Now, he had already given me instructions on when I go back to this church. I'm not getting ready to get all involved like I was the first time. I'm not going to make the same mistakes that I made the first time going into this church that he sent me to. You know, because when he sent me there in the beginning, no one invited me. I didn't know nothing about that church. I mean, I had driven past it plenty of times. But like as far as a personal invite, no, I was literally sent by God. This time I wanted to go to another church. And the Lord sent me back to this church. Notice I said sent. Literally sent. S-E-N-T. Not of my own will, but of God's. You must know the difference. And so, me going back to this place. Of course, every time I go in. My flesh try to rise up and make me feel some type of way. And then the Holy Spirit calms me. But at the end of the day, as long as I know I'm in the will of God, nothing else truly matters because I trust in the Lord. And, you know, the Bible tells us to trust in the Lord and lean not to our own understanding and in all our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our path. So with me knowing this and me leaning on the word of God and me leaning on the Lord and, you know, knowing that the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding me, although my flesh want to rise up against me, because like at the end of the day, what they did was wrong. They did not apologize, although I forgave them. Like, let's be real. I got to go in the presence of these people. So regardless of what, I am a human being. And then when I look at certain people, I'm like, man, are you serious, Lord? And he's like, yes. Like, this is the whole truth. I'm going to be honest with y'all, because if y'all sitting up here, y'all be believing this okey-doke, uh, feel-good gospel when when you being obedient to God, there's going to be times you don't feel good. There's going to be times you don't want to do it. But at the end of the day, you realize that obedience is better than sacrifice. Because one thing's for sure and two things for certain. What I have learned, and I'm going to be real, like, I'd rather be an enemy to man than an enemy to God. So at this point, it's like, I don't speak if he doesn't tell me to speak. Because at the end of the day, like, I don't want to get caught up in my feelings because these people know they did me wrong. Like, they know it. It, it ain't no if, ands, or buts about it. They know it, they know it, and they know it. But at the end of the day, you know, we all reap what we sow. And although you don't want anything bad to happen to anybody, you know, you reap what you sow. And then although the Lord has me pray for these same people, you still reap what you sow. So at the end of the day, it's like, dang, God, so what? He says, pray regardless. Pray regardless. Because understand, everybody didn't do you wrong. And they didn't. Everybody did not do me wrong. So at the end of the day, that's what I got to keep in mind when I go in there. There are people in there who still need deliverance. There are people in there who still need to see the true love of God. And what? The true act of forgiveness. (laughs) And when he revealed to me that, like, do you realize what you're walking in is a true act of forgiveness? And the true love of God, that's stronger than any words they can preach from the pulpit. The people that, sweet Jesus, Jesus. Oh, When you truly walking in forgiveness. 
a surrendered vessel to the will of God, showing the love of God. That speaks volumes without you saying a word. <laughs> Ain't that something? And when the Lord revealed that to me, ooh, it lifted the burden up off of me. Because at the end of the day, when you're sent to a place where you don't know anybody, but yet you're kind to everybody, and people do things against you, and all you were doing was being obedient to God, like where you came from, you were good. Wasn't no envy, no strife, you were good. And then God just tells you, you got to go. But at the end of the day, it's like, who will I send? Send me, Lord. You know, like many of you say you want to be used by God, but you're not usable. You don't want to surrender. It's like it's either my way or the highway. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Like obedience to God, man. You're going to have enemies when you're obedient to God. <laughs> When people can see the anointing on your life, they can see the God in you. Like it's evident. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. <laughs> Them demons get mad, yo. And then when you speak out on the things that are going on in the world and in the church people get mad like when you are a true mouthpiece of god i'm talking about god has chosen you god gives you the words to say people get upset they don't know the weight that you carry for real they don't they don't because many people are stealing other people's sermons and stealing other people's prophecies and they don't know what it is for real when god puts a word on you that you know is going to be controversial that you know is going to upset people but you got to speak what thus saith the lord no matter who likes it and who don't no matter who gets upset or who don't no matter who unfollows you or who stays y'all don't know the weight half of y'all stealing people's sermons Y'all going through all their social media pages, just stealing their sermons, stealing their sermons, stealing their sermons. Going through all their websites, just stealing, just stealing, just stealing. So you don't know the weight. You don't know the weight because you haven't had to carry any weight. You taking it the easy route, stealing from others, which you will be accountable to God for that on Judgment Day. Make no mistake about it. For all of you who are out there doing it. There are so many people out there trying to steal prophecies. And then you got those out there that are just straight up lying about prophecy. Lord, help the people. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Help the people, Lord Jesus. Oh, hey, Man, I'm just praying for a fresh wind. You know, 
Everybody keep praying for a revival, but yet they got hate in their heart. Like, do y'all really think God is going to move through hate? God is love. And until that stony heart of yours turn to flesh, you're not going to see revival. Make no mistake about it, because God is love. God is not hate. God is love. You know, you can't conjure it up. You can't do wizardry. You can't do sorcery. You can't do any of these things. It's a heart issue. And this is a heart check. You know, because God deals with my heart. He does. Because at the end of the day, when people despitefully use you, it makes you want to have a stony heart towards these people. It makes you want to have a hardened heart towards these people. But the grace of God and the peace that surpasses all understanding won't allow my heart to harden. And I thank God for that because there was a time when I wanted God to harden my heart against my own blood relatives and he didn't do it. So I knew he wouldn't allow me to do it against church folk because he didn't allow me to do it to my own flesh and blood. I still have compassion. He's never taken compassion from me. That's why I've always been able to forgive people. This is just a true story. That gift, that compassion, I've always had it. That's the way the Lord made me. And I see that now. You know, but. uh, Just know. I am at peace. I thank God for the three children I gave birth to. And the two grandchildren that I have now. And at the age of 43, I will be 44. I don't want any more children. I don't. I thank God. I got my tubes tied when I did because it saved my life at that time. If I wouldn't have gotten my tubes tied after my third child, I probably wouldn't even be alive today. True story. And so women have to sacrifice in many different ways for many different reasons. And at the end of the day, I don't regret anything I've ever done because I had three beautiful children, three pregnancies, three births. Thank God for the 19 years that I got to spend with my oldest son. I do. I do. And, like, I understand why people, like, they don't get to live until after their children grow up. Like, when I was younger and I was seeing this out of older people, I didn't understand it. But now that I'm 43 and my children are out of the house and I have grandchildren and, like, all I have to worry about is is me. This is real. Like, I thank God for it. You know, and then when he sent me out to do what I got to do for others, I'm cool with that too. But, like, the burden of having to, to like, literally just worry about other people, I, I don't have that burden anymore. And I understand why. Because when I was a young girl, I'm eight, nine years old, and I'm babysitting my nieces and nephews. I didn't even get a childhood. You know, like, I've always been bound to children. My sister and brother's children. And then, you know, praise the Lord, blessed with my own. And that wasn't bondage. That was me being foolish, having sex. And, hey, 
had babies, right? Having sex before marriage and, and had me some beautiful babies. And all of them are blessings. But we just got to be real. Many of you mothers on today are upset at your baby daddy, but you opened up your legs and got pregnant. And I'm not talking about people who are victims of rape. I'm talking about these women willingly opening up their legs, having children. Um, you know, don't be mad at the dad. And for those of you who try to have children to keep the man, that's just foolish, period. I, I don't understand that concept. I promise to God I don't. That's just foolery. I, I don't know. But uh, I pray that you mature someday. Um, <laughs> and that's just the whole truth. But, uh, and for you men out there getting all these different women pregnant, that is not cute um, either. Like, it, 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 it's not good on the male or the female part. Y'all need to stop always saying it's different for females than it is for males. Because at the end of the day, if you can't control, control your hormones, you're going to wind up with something you can't get rid of. And this is male and female. Because diseases don't care if you're a male or female. So stop with the foolery talking about, well, for females, no, females and males, there's diseases out there that you can't get rid of, and a disease does not care if you are a female or a male. Period. Point blank. I gotta say it in layman terms for you all, because y'all always try to make it the battle of the sexes when diseases don't care about what sex you are. Like, there's time, it's a, like... It's time to it's time to grow up. Like it's time to mature. You know, stop saying, "Oh, because I'm a male." No, mature. Oh, because I'm a female. No, mature. Like, do you all understand the Lord is looking down on us like this foolery talking about like making up all these excuses like we make up so many foolish excuses to sin. We make up so many foolish reasons to sin. But y'all keep on finding your reason to fornicate and have adultery. And when you get a disease that you can't get rid of. Oh, then you go go to the Lord in prayer. God. And the Lord will be like, you were warned over and over again by many different people. And you might just have that disease for your long suffering. Because you don't know how to keep your pants zipping and you don't know how to keep your legs closed. It's just crazy. The foolish excuses that humans use to sin why are they foolish excuses because you could get delivered we have a deliverer his name is Jesus Christ right and you choose not to be delivered because you love your sin What's the consequence of sin? 
It could be a disease that you have for the rest of your life and you can't get rid of it and you stuck going to doctors. You know, what I found out is there's so many people running around here with HIV AIDS. I just don't see how y'all still out there just having sex any kind of way like that. Like, I don't care how many commercials I see about medicines for uh, HIV. I would not be wanting to go around just casually having sex. Do you realize HIV can kill you? Like, y'all, y'all, y'all be tripping. Like, straight up and down. Y'all think because y'all see commercials about different uh, medicines for different diseases that it's okay to just still live any kind of way. Sweet Jesus. It's, it's just amazing, man. It's amazing. Like, I, I, I you know, foolish excuses to continue sinning. And then when you catch a disease that you go have for the rest of your life, you go wish you listened to this message and took it and received it and then prayed for deliverance. Believe that. Like, I, I'm going to tell you, like, I don't even like delivering messages half of the time because, like, man, this thing be hitting hard. I'd be like, man. And then went, like, like I could have went to DC. Uh, uh, I'm going to go a little deeper. I know four people with HIV. And all of them told me about it because what? They wanted healing. And, and people know that like God has given me the gift of healing. This is this is not a this is not a secret. Um they know that when I intercede in prayer, things happen. This is not a secret. And so when they come to me, even with diseases that are sexually transmitted or whatever, um, or heart disease, anything, cancer. You know, things like that. I always ask, did you do what your doctor told you to do? And this is just real. And that is what the Lord had me say to people first, because here's the thing. You can ask for healing. But if you aren't going to stop doing what you were doing that caused you to become ill, it, it it's not going to do any good. Like, y'all don't understand it. That's like you praying for healing when it comes to your heart but yet you still eating a ton of fried foods um clogging up your arteries which will still cause you to have a heart attack um it's like you're asking for healing from a sexually transmitted disease but yet you still going out having unprotected sex with multiple men or multiple women or both um Y'all don't understand it. Y'all, y'all don't get it. It it makes no sense. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. And sometimes your healing is in you actually listening to your doctor's instructions on lifestyle changes with your eating habits and things like that. Everything is not an automatic miracle. Some things... Or just by you listening to your doctor. <laughs> and it's the whole truth. Oh, God. And I can't even make this up. How can I say this? In my early 20s, high blood pressure, diabetes. How was I healed? <laughs> I did what my doctor told me to do. Change my eating habits. <laughs> Joined the gym. Worked out. 
got my weight off after my third baby. True story, can't make this stuff up. Jesus, Jesus. Deliverance from mental illness. How was I delivered? Sweet Jesus. Mine was bad. I had the medications. Then I had to do the counseling. And then I had to do Bible and church. All three things. My deliverance. Like, I don't think y'all hearing me. See, you all wanting deliverance and healing, but y'all don't want to do the work. Like, ay, 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 to the leaders of the church, which some of them don't even have the power to heal you, nor to gift the healing. And then you're upset with the church. And the Lord is like, I sent you to the doctor. You didn't listen to your doctor. Like, I mean, you all get mad at the church because you didn't get your healing. But guess what? The healing was at your doctor that God appointed and anointed to be a doctor. Uh, but y'all not hearing me on tonight. You know, the foolery, the foolery, like, man, if you all don't wake up, wake up, wake up. Many of you are not healed. You're not set free and you're not delivered because you are dependent on people who cannot deliver you. First off, foremost, they're not delivered. So they can't deliver you. They don't have a real intimate relationship with God, which means they don't even have the power of God, of the Holy Spirit to heal you. But yet you have a doctor that God has anointed with the gift of healing. Ain't that something? <laughs> yeah, but you're not hearing me, though. You know, it's just amazing. And and like if I had not lived this thing for myself and like, being a living, walking, testimony, and miracle, I wouldn't even be able to speak these things. But the fact that I am a living, walking testimony, like sweet Jesus, like literally a miracle. I mean, I don't think you all are hearing me. Like, I know for a fact that the Lord has anointed doctors to heal. Why do you think that there's truly some medicines that actually can heal you? It's just Big Pharma done took things to the extreme. But originally, pharmacists anointed by God, seriously. That's why there are some medicines that heal. But now Big Pharma done found out if we give them what's going to heal them, then we won't be able to charge them a lot. So now they done turned into like just a money magnet and they just give out medicines that... uh pretty much it's bullcrap and God is going to get them all believe that God God is going to allow the devil to have his way with them let me rephrase my words um because they have taken advantage of the healing power and knowledge that he has given them make no mistake about it uh see this is what people fail to realize God gives us gifts and when we start taking advantage of people and using our gifts for personal gain that upsets the lord you all don't have to believe it but some of you know that it's really true because you can see how your life winds up turning out after you have taken advantage of god and his people or god and the gifts that he has given you and things of that nature so at the end of the day that's all i got for you all 
but uh many of you could be set free healed and delivered if you only listen to your anointed doctor that god has chosen and it's just the whole truth nothing but the truth and you know god knows this god is my witness and i am a living walking testimony and miracle of these things so at the end of the day don't put all your trust in medicine don't put all your trust in doctors you always put your trust in the lord but understand there's wisdom if your doctor has gone to school and your doctor genuinely cares about you how do you know if your doctor genuinely cares about you well i've had bad doctors and good doctors so i can tell you the difference between the two if you have a doctor that only wants to push out medications to you they don't want to tell you uh the right foods to eat or the right exercises to do and things of that nature you need to run find you another one if your insurance allows you to now a good doctor is going to sit there and listen to your concerns they're going to believe you when you tell them that there's an ache somewhere in your body or something is going on with your body and then what will they do they will run tests on you or they will send you to a specialist to run tests on you so they can find out what is truly wrong with you and then they can help you um yeah true story they will tell you the type of diet to eat and i don't like the word diet but if you look at it as a lifestyle change you don't think of it as a diet you look at it as you know a lifestyle change like my life depends on this yeah that way you'll stick to it my life depends on this I've got to eat this way because my life depends on this. I've got to go join the gym because my life depends on this. Like, if you look at it that way, you're, man, I'm telling you, you'll do it and it won't even be a problem. I promise to God. Well, it wasn't for me. But, um, so when you look at it in the way, in the lens of my life depends on it, you're more willing to listen to the doctor. And it's just a true story. Um, you know, and then there may be times you're going to the doctor because you're in spiritual warfare. Because, like, there were times I was in a, a, a in the emergency room and, like, they couldn't find nothing wrong with me. I find out later it was spiritual warfare. But at the end of the day, what I'm telling you is this. God has anointed doctors. If you are at a dead church, I'm sorry, you're not going to be healed. So listen to your doctor. If you are at a church where the leader is not delivered, please listen to your doctor. Jesus, 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 Jesus. If you are at a church when every time they lay hands on you, you become more ill and you're not healed. Oh, God, please listen to your doctor. I know there are many of you who have gone for prayer and wind up feeling worse. Go to your doctor. I pray you all enjoy your night. Be blessed. Stay encouraged in Jesus name. All the single people out there understand it is a blessed life. You're not missing out on anything. If you want to go on a date, do what you got to do. But just know, if you go on a date with somebody and then all of a sudden all type of hell start going on and breaking out around you, 
just know that is not the person for you and run in the opposite direction. Um, submit yourself unto God and resist the devil and he will flee. You know, uh, and women and men of God, just be aware of Satan's devices and give the devil no space. Take that how you want it because at the end of the day, y'all go do what y'all want to do anyway. Uh, and I know that you like it. I love it. I'm cool with that. But uh, when all hell break out, don't say that you weren't warned. You know, see, because one thing about me and my God, he lets me know, although these messages be hard, as long as I say what he tells me to say, the blood will not be on my hands because you all will never be able to say that you were not warned. You were not told. You did not know because you knew but you still chose to do what you wanted to do. Enjoy your evening.